Welcome back to Tanning in a Cornfield. I'm Jonah, a.k.a. Baby Muhammad Ali, and today we have with us Tim. As usual. And today, um, from a suggestion of we didn't know what to do, <laughs> um, we have something from HuffPost called the 35 Meaningful Questions to Ask Your Grandparents. Um, at, uh, ex you know, because we have gone... Um, to multiple different periods of time, we think we're pretty old. <laughs> and that means we know exactly what grandparents um, think. And basically, we're going to answer all of these questions today. And we know you'd rather hear these answers from us than your grandparents. So here we go in and let's look at question number one. Uh, Scrolling. Here we are. What was the most memorable lesson your mom or dad taught you? Oh, wow. This is going deep right around the start off. And I'm going to go with hard work because with hard work, you can do anything. You can plant that cornfield and you can tan in it. Hard work pays off. Interesting. You want to know what I learned? How to not fall off your bike. Ooh, that yeah. is big facts right there. You know, because I used to be that kid that was always falling off my bike. Um, I was, uh, known for being the best bike rider in the world at one point, but then, uh, I suffered a Achilles tear. I actually didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then he took his training wheels off and things went downhill <laughs> I took my training wheels off and I was done, man. <laughs> Goodness, my balance was so superb and then they took off my training wheels and that's, that's my downfall. That's why I'm stuck here doing a podcast and not being the biggest bike person. And do you hear about any bike people? Like one, there's like BMX, right? No, that's not bike, huh? That's like, is it? I mean, it is. There, there's one that's bike, and then there's yeah, yeah. It's BMX. Yeah. I was right. Do you hear about any BMX people? No. So maybe this podcast is more popular than BMX. Is that what you're saying? Oh, we might be getting somewhere with that idea. I mean, it might be true. <laughs> to all the you big BMX fans. Um, we apologize for not knowing any of you guys, but we, we don't. <laughs> it's not like, uh, I don't know, it's it's probably like one of the like, least renowned sports, I'd have to say. Like, you don't hear about any stars. Like, you can name a star from most sports, but that one, I, I guess. But I don't know, I can't name a famous person from, like, table tennis or anything. True. Or foosball. Yeah, so I don't, I know a famous person from the foosball industry. Me. I am superb. <laughs> that, that, that's where my talents all are. Not on biking foosball. <laughs> Whatever. We, our listeners need to know how actually good you are at this. We're going to do a live stream. No, we're not. We show <laughs> no, just how not. good you are at foosball. Foosball makes me rage. I got to admit. <laughs> Sometimes when they hit it from their key, when their keeper scores, uh, I, I have to yell at my defenders. <laughs> anyway, let's just move on to the next question. Um, how would you describe your childhood? Should we do it in one word, one sentence? How, what's like the word limit for this question? Or do you have like, because I know most grandparents take a long, would probably take a long time explaining their childhood, you know? Let's do it in one noun. One most noun? people describe their childhood with an adjective. Like, oh, it was and, fun or entertaining or yeah. i don't know they usually use adjectives of some sort so, how can we describe our childhood noun, using a noun nouns are person places or things right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i don't know i i think i'd go like more of a person you know I, i'm not quite sure what person you're gonna describe your childhood by going my mom no 
Is that what you want to do? No. I, that's not what I'm doing. Um, I think um, the best to describe my childhood would be um, Donald Trump. That's two words. That's two words. How do you do that then? Uh... I don't know. What what would you say? <laughs> what, the noun thing's throwing me off. Like a thing. Um, what thing's really... Cotton candy. Cotton candy. Because it... There's a hyphen. Is there a hyphen? No. Or is what that two words again? That's It's one word! Cotton candy? It's one word! Yes! Cotton candy. It's one word. At least I, I, I think so. Let's look this up. This is, is cotton candy one word. Yes, it is. Don't worry about it. So anyway, <laughs> let me explain why my childhood was cotton candy. First of all, I ate a lot of sugar. Second of all, it was pretty light and fluffy um, on the details. So it was it was pretty light and fluffy. <laughs> and um, I guess, it, you know, cotton candy can be multiple colors. My blue cotton candy for more context on that. <laughs> um, because, yes, my favorite color was blue. And... I wasn't, like, I'm not, like, obsessed with the color, you know, like, that you, like, only wear that certain color of clothes or, like, you, like, paint your room that color, but it's always been blue. Maybe it has. I don't know what my favorite color was when I was two, man. That's something I could not tell you. Anyway, Did you know your colors when you were two? Probably. I'm a genius, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why That's why I have to clarify what a noun is. <laughs> fair enough. Fair anyway, enough. how would you describe your childhood? Ancient man. I'm going to go with the basic ball. Oh, that is a pretty good one. That is a pretty good one. You know, it describes the play, the intellectual capacity of developing motor skills. The size of your head. Possibly the size (laughs) of my head. (laughs) Um, More of the shape of your head. That's what I meant to say. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) let's move on to our next question. Question number three. We're probably not going to get through all these. (laughs) Uh, what's the key to a good life? Ooh, do we even know the answer to this? Well, obviously, they're talking about, when they talk about the key to a good life, they're talking about an actual key. The key to the gate to your cornfield. That's a pretty good key. I would say the key to your Dodge Viper. That leads to a pretty good life. The Dodge Viper parked in the shed in your cornfield. Yeah, yeah, we we know what it's about here. <laughs> All you young people, um, or old people, we don't discriminate based on age here. Follow us, and you will go somewhere. I can't say far because really, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> when they say you're gonna go far, do they mean you're gonna move far away, or that you're gonna succeed in life, or that your Dodge Viper will last two hundred thousand miles? Who knows? That's a that's that's a really complex question. Complex questions. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um, this is an interesting one. What's your favorite joke? Joke. <laughs> You've got to be joking. I don't know the answer to this one. Um, I would say um my favorite joke. Um, it's kind of like a real life example, and it's kind of funny. Is that once a bee sting you, they die kind of a joke to a bee like they're like yes i have this stinger but as soon as i sting someone i die it's kind of like a um, a joke on their creation that once they sting someone they die but hornets are they're just joking at the bees saying man i can sting people however much i want and i i can they make honey no oh they're hornets do not make honey what do they make they just make 
nests? Yeah, they like they eat like trees and turn it into like paper mache to make their wasp nests. What's the point of hornets then? To make our lives miserable. That is nature's joke on us. Just like mosquitoes, nature's jokes. Okay, do you have a joke or are you jokeless? <laughs> I don't know. Like from a real life example joke is like when people come up and ask what are you doing today? Like obviously they know I'm just gonna be tanning in my cornfield. That's true. So I usually say I'm scuba diving in the middle of Antarctica. Then they go like, what, what, who's going to watch your corn? And then you say, ah, it's always being watched. I have security cameras. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And then that one time someone asked about the, how are the security cameras going to stop the crows? Dude, you know what would be a great ad? Would be Shaquille O'Neal setting up ring in a cornfield. <laughs> you know, like the ring doorbell? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, An investor in ring setting up ring doorbells in a cornfield i i I, I do see it i see it there you know what else would be cool oh and you want to know what's another one of my favorite jokes i'm stealing it from a movie um but if you've ever watched the dark diet i love the joke um uh uh, you want to see this pencil disappear that is a good joke. It's a really good joke. Um, we won't get into detail, <laughs> but if you know, you know. On a lighter subject, as we've been talking a lot about cornfields, you know how the MLB has the field of dreams with cornfield in the outfield? Yeah, it's actually it's a beautiful sight. I think the NFL needs to follow suit with a cornfield do, do that? all the around fan, the field. The fans sit all around them. Just elevate the stadium <laughs> so you can see over the cornfield. It's a football game in the middle of a cornfield. I think the only way to do it is if you made it so that the corn didn't go all the way around. Because the corn doesn't go all the way around on the baseball field. It's just basically the outfield in the field of dreams. So you'd have to do it that I don't know where you... I don't think you could put it in the end zone, though. No, you just put it outside of the end zone. Or whatever. You just couldn't have fans in certain areas and it would just be corn. So it'd be like limited attendance more than mm. a baseball game would be. I guess baseball games, they have fans in the outfield as yeah. well. So that's an interesting thought. Anyway, let's move on to question number five. Um, how was our family affected by the 1918 <laughs> influenza? <laughs> I don't think they heard you. You laughed through that one. How was our family affected by the 1918 influenza um, pandemic? Should we switch it to the 2020 COVID pandemic? I don't know. We can do the influenza pandemic, too. It didn't affect us very much because when we were taking our time machine throughout history, we deliberately skipped that time period. I did get sick. Not from the influenza. No, from uh, a crocodile. 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 He slashed open my leg and it got infected. Okay, was that the crocodile's fault, or are you not taking care of your wound fault? That was definitely the crocodile's fault, because he slashed me. I thought it was because we were in a time before they developed good medical care. Well, partly. (laughs) (laughs) It's still the crocodile that slashed my knee, man! Anyway, uh, let's, let's move on to question number six. If you could change one thing about your life, what would it be? Definitely, we should have started this podcast sooner. Yeah, and I I probably wouldn't go on the month's hiatus we've kind of been on recently. Maybe that's the one thing I'd change in my life. No, you know what would be the main thing I would change in my life? I, I would tan in cornfields even more. <laughs> um, and wear more powdered wigs. I, no, not more powdered wigs. I'm <laughs> done with powdered wigs, man. Um, anyway, let's just move on. Oh, 
here's here's a, a longer question. It says, tell me the story of your courtship and marriage. I actually asked my 90-year-old mother-in-law um, this week, and the story was a shocker. Um, this is from Gina P. Um, Gina, well, we're not married, <laughs> um, but we can tell you something about marriage. Listen to our uh, relationships podcast, and you'll know everything you need to know. Anyway, uh, marriage is a thing. And you get married. It sounds a lot better in our so, in our relationships <laughs> podcast. So we forward you to that. That's just our quick summary. You want to know what basically happens? Two people meet. Months go by. Years go by. They get married. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I'm a pretty genius. Um, I, I learned all of this from um, Botswana's premier online college. No way. Yeah. That is such a prestigious school. It is. I I love my Alamar. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's skip that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if they lived through war years, um, what um, kept you going through trying times? Wow. We have visited quite a few wars with our time machines, and they are trying they are for most people. Um, there's some people that actually... You know what's crazy, if you think about it? During a lot of wars, there's probably countries that didn't know the wars were happening. That is crazy to think about. Like, what about... Mad people in Madagascar didn't know the Civil War was happening in the United States. Did China know what it was happening? Probably, because China knows everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did... I don't... What's another Asian country... Except India and China. Did the did the Philippines know that um that there was a war going on in the United States? Actually, Civil War. There's a little more advanced. How about like Revolutionary War? Maybe because didn't Philippines get conquered by Britain? I forgot about that. So they might have known. They might have known. Maybe not. Maybe it maybe doesn't. Not. Maybe they knew about it after it happened. They just got delayed news because the news was delayed back then, you know? Yeah, maybe Korea didn't know. Yeah, maybe. Kim Jong-un, baby boy, <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> yes, I say Kim Jong-un's old. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on to... Uh, how about this is the last question um, for the podcast. You you just went past it. Um, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> um, what is something... Uh, what the crap? We're not Jamaican. Oh, uh, what? I mean, let's just We answer. haven't even visited Jamaica let's yet. Let's just answer it anyway. What is something about our Jamaican heritage or family values that you would want future generations to know? The Jamaican accent must stay. Never it, let it go away. It must stay. And and um, cornfields are very important to survival of all human beings in the entire world. And if you get rid of cornfields, you get rid of people. And it's pretty obvious. It's a, it's a, what's those relationships are called? Symbiotic. Symbiotic relationship, humans and cornfields. Um, that's a pretty easy question to answer. You know, cornfields exist, people exist, things exist. Anyway, um, on today's episode of Are You Smarter Than Your Grandparents? <laughs> um we answered some questions and whatever. Um, we will we'll just end it here for today's episode, and we will be back next time to finish out the questions, or we might take a break, talk about something else, and come back with the rest of the questions. And basically, now you don't have to ask your grandparents this que these questions. You can um, just I don't oh, I don't know watch Family Feud with them, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and just. 
be ready for another episode to come out sometime in the future. Um, but not too far in the future. We're not we're not doing a time machine bit. Well, imagine if you did that. You went in time and then you published a podcast episode in like 50 years from now. And you got to see what we published in between and see how excellent the content was. That would be quite the adventure. Anyway, see you guys next time on Tanning in a Cornfield.